1: My name's Greg Tepper. I'm the managing editor of Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine, texasfootball.com, a corresponding website. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Whether you're watching us live on texasfootball.com, on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitch, on Twitter, all the places, or you listen to us on the podcast, which you can subscribe to on the podcast vendor of your choice. Either way, thank you for doing your part. Support your local, mediocre internet show. I'm sitting here, sitting over there at the helm today, making us sound good. She's the Duchess of the Dorks. She does not have a lob. She's Ashley Peckle.
0: No, I've got far too much hair, I think. To k- this would be like a extra long lob if it was considered a lob. Did you know?
1: Did, maybe you don't know this because you've known my wife for a few years now. Mm-hmm. Do you know her hair is curly? Is it really? She strains it every day.
0: Well, I mean, so do I. But I leave, Hers, mine, she has I like leave like mine curly, curly a like lot curly, more curly than hair. she does.
1: Curly, curly hair. Wow, I didn't know that. That's wild. And sitting to my right, he's the recruiting analyst for Dave Campbell's Texas football from Next Level Athlete. He's our friend, Greg What's up, everybody? How are you,
2: dude?
3: It's good oh, to see you. It's great, man.
1: Um, we'll talk about... Uh, I have a question, but I'm going to save it for the, the actual content portion of the show. Okay. That's me telling you what I'm going to say later. <laughs> Today is Wednesday, September 14th, 2022. 71 days until Thanksgiving. Happy birthday to legit, one of the greatest of all time. Happy 48th birthday to Nas. Oh, nice. Very happy 48th birthday to... Uh, you say 48th? 48. 48. Wow. Uh, this is 48. It also, no, I'm sorry. I lied. He's 49. He's 49.
0: It also is uh, Rob Hadaway's birthday today. Happy oh, birthday.
1: Happy birthday, Rob. Uh, it's episode 1,456. On today's show, folks, we got This Week in Recruiting with Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Going to roll out the Parker University Game Wing decision of the week. And then Powers caught up with Denton and Geyer, offensive lineman, Willie Goodacre. Yeah. It's it's a good one, a isn't Solid it?
0: last name. It's a good last name. Also, he makes you look. Like a tiny human in that he's interview. A big, <laughs>
1: he's a big dude. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. Stay tuned for fun with perspective coming up here <laughs> when uh, Powers talks with Denton off offensive lineman Willie Goodacre at the back half of the ship. Do so we have first four the door?
0: We sure do. It was Nick Morton, the birthday boy Rob Hadaway, Tony Blaylock, and Daniel Agnew. Welcome in, fellas. Also, real fast, Tony Blaylock is going to sea smoking for Jesus this week, so he's very excited. Ah, That's
1: they're in. Uh, they're in Kingsland. Yes. Are they playing in Kingsland in years old stomach
0: grounds? Um, I don't know. I. Th- they're Are playing Bastrop Tribe, so I would assume it's probably there.
1: Are Trish and LP going to the game? Because, you know.
0: I think they might be do meeting up with... Or they have another pit bull
1: concert to No, I think to. they
0: might be meeting up with Ish at the Lano-Coleman game.
1: Hmm. Hmm. Big game.
0: Yeah. Big, Big doings.
1: Game. All right. <clears throat> you ready? Let's do it. I'm Greg Tepper. That's Greg Powers. This is This Week in Recruiting. Yeah. This Week in Recruiting. With Greg Powers of Next Little Athlete. Follow him on Twitter at gpowerscout. Follow next one on Twitter. L D one c is texasfootball.com slash recruiting. And, of course, this is brought to you by our good chicken friends at Chicken Express. Chicken Express. Powers looks like he has something to say about Chicken oh,
3: Express. Oh, I love Chicken Express. There's no doubt about it. You know what? I've been thinking about this, too. <laughs> I might do a catfish plate this weekend you, Ooh, might, nice. you might f around and do a catfish. yeah plate. i might mess around and do a catfish i haven't had my cat well, i haven't made it to mesquite so mesquite mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. brings in yes, some excellent catfish i haven't had my catfish yet this year so i might have to pull that off this weekend nice
0: um, they've got good catfish
3: yeah, yeah it's, it's like not, the only cat like i don't like catfish from yeah, a lot of other places well i don't you know and this
1: is our our weekly tribute to to chicken express um I think I think fast food catfish is hard to pull off.
3: Mm-hmm. Fish in general.
1: I think yeah. I think yeah. That's a great point. Fast food fish is hard to pull off. I yeah. think that's why whenever there's a good thing, people yeah. like rave about it. It's like uh like who is there's another there's another uh, a restaurant that has like a really great fish sandwich and everyone's going nuts over it around Lent time. Catholics back on top. But this is like their catfish is very strong. I would say the most consistently excellent. Well, cat, I'm not even a uh, big fan
0: catfish. of eating like fish in general from a place that I can't like that I know I'm not by next to a lake mm, or that a thing. So like the fact that I can trust Chicken Express is
1: That's Well, I do trust Chicken
3: Express. The good thing I I'm going to vouch again for Chicken Express's catfish and here's why I like it. It's allowed me to branch out on the sides, too. So I've tried a lot more different sides oh. whenever I do the catfish. That's they've got really good green, like catfish and green beans goes well together. And that's the only time I'll hit up that fried okra. I don't do the fried okra Ooh, with, my, oh, oh. Every with, time. <laughs> with my with with my my chicken strips. Tickle and I just look at each other like, uh-huh. uh-huh. Man, they've got... The, uh, I Mal, can't,
0: Mal and I will tear up some okra when we're
3: together. <laughs> I can't get away from the... Like the the cheese sticks—that's like like my. You are a cheese stick. That's my curveball. <laughs> that's my curveball at Chicken Express. So I always have to do a side of the cheese sticks. But the mini poppers there are solid the mini too. The,
1: you can't go wrong. Go to Chicken Express for lunch. I'm today. hungry.
3: Yeah, my mouth is water. My <laughs> mouth is watering. Why my can't mouth this is why
1: can't show? God. If this show were an 11 o'clock show or a one o'clock show, it'd be much better. But <laughs> right. a Noon show. You scheduled it is at, at lunch. Sponsorship Chicken Express. <laughs> Stop hurting us. Is this week in recruiting with Greg Powers, next level athlete. Uh, a lot to get to. Let's start with our prospect on the rise. Our prospect on the rise. We're going to Byron Nelson to Northwest ISD. Talk about their t- senior wide receiver Landon Ransom for the Bobcats. Uh, this guy has has been making plays all season long. Uh, a, a top, a, he's, he's already uh, com- he's a three star committed to Rice right now. Three hundred forty six, four hundred thirty six yards and five touchdowns receiving. That's leading all DFW six A receivers. Uh, this is a guy that I think, maybe this is me. I feel like if he were at a different school that maybe weren't as new, he maybe have a, a bigger profile.
3: Man, I really don't understand why he isn't talked about a little bit more and and of course here's i'm going to take time to go ahead and shout out their quarterback jake wilson because he's having a monstrous season 73 of 91 80 percent efficiency right now a thousand yards 10 touchdowns to one interception so jake wilson is having himself a year but landon ransom is one of those guys you know i overheard some guys while i was at the denton guy or lancaster game on thursday night saying hey i'm going to the byron nelson game tomorrow night and i'm like hey keep an eye on landon ransom and then of course they texted me whenever they were out and they're like yeah this dude's legit yeah. he's one of those guys who i think uh, has p5 talent he's one of the One of the top commits, if not the top commit to me in Rice's 2023 class, um, he has elite down-the-field playmaking ability. He's one of those guys that can flat-out go get the football, and they love to throw the ball deep to him, and, and he just has a knack for being able to make. Like, these really tough catches and tough plays look spectacularly easy. Um, so the Rice Owls are getting them a dude that not only brings it on the field, he brings it academically as well. Of course, if you're going to Rice, you have to do yeah. that. But um, just just a great player, and I just wanted to take a chance to say something about him this week because I feel like we don't talk about him enough. He's
1: a star. He's a star, and he's got Byron Nelson off to a hot start this uh, this year. I believe they're, uh, they're 3-0. Yeah, 3-0, yep. big game this week against Keller Fossil Ridge. Uh, so, big game there. Let's move on to our Commit of the Week. Our Commit of the Week is Austin Westlake's big offensive guard, offensive lineman, T.J. Shannon. You could put him at wide receiver. He'd be awesome, too. (laughs) uh, He committed Texas A&M over Texas, Georgia, LSU, USC. He's our number 17 prospect in the DCTF Hot 100. A a comfy, comfy four-star, for sure. And uh, one of the most dominating linemen out there in the class of 2023, and he's heading to Aggie Lambs, a big pickup for the Aggies. I big, think big,
3: both literally and uh, you know figuratively. I think bully, yeah, mean, nasty. Yeah. These are all descriptive words you can use to describe TJ Shanahan, and he was a huge pickup for West. Like he moved actually moved in from or I think it was Orlando Jones um, out in Florida prior to the start of last season. And what I, you know, something that I really like about what Westlake does and what they did with Shanahan, he had probably like 20 offers whenever he moved in. They didn't just hand him the starting job. They were loaded on the offensive line last year. He worked and earned um, not only all of his playing time but now all the accolades that are coming his way on the recruiting trail. Like, he's a, he's a dude. Like, he's he may – I think he may now be the most offered prospect in Texas. I'd have to go back. There some really—it's yeah. a really close battle between him, Mikel Harrison, Pilot, Ruben Owens. Those I think were the top three back when we published that. You know, the most offered guys. But I think he's surpassed uh, Mikel Harrison, Pilot. Now I, I just have to go back to the figures. So mm-hmm. that just tells you the type of town he has. He has offers from coast to coast. Everybody was coming after him, and let's can we. Segue the TJ Shanahan talk for just a second to talk about Westlake in general. By all means, let's do it. Something I find surprising: mm-hmm. the last few guys at Westlake that are like top tier guys—Cade Klubnick, Jaden Greathouse, Colton Vossick, TJ Shanahan—none of those guys have committed to Texas. I find that perplexing, and I do too. I, I mean, there's like a conversation that you had, the, when he... like why isn't why aren't Westlake guys Going to Texas? It's an answer I don't, I don't, not going to be able to like give you like the great insight here and say, oh, this is why they're not. And it's,
1: going. it's a relative, I mean, let's remember, it's a relatively new phenomenon because right. like Sam Ellinger went to Westlake, mm-hmm. right? I mean, they've had really good, uh, really good quarterbacks and they've, or really good players that have well, come from Westlake that have gone to, that have just decided to stay home. But right now, it's like Texas does not have a, a place there in Eanes ISD.
3: And that, you, I say that, but they did sign Connor Robertson yeah. and, Ethan Burke, last class, two three stars. I, mean, I was talking about, like, these top-end, four-star... Yeah, the blue chippers. Which I... It's strange. Like, it would well, be... Well, and
0: a, I can tell you that one of the last times I saw Todd Dodge, before he retired, was at a UT game. I was there as a fan and ran across him. Like, he had the connections there, too. So, it was just Texas I mean, not cool. being able to close the deal.
1: Exactly. There was... And now, that's the thing, is that, like, they had such a connection with, with Todd Dodge, you know, because of his history, obviously, with the program, you know? And...
3: So, since 2017, Sam Ellinger, uh, Connor Robertson, and Ethan Burke—those are the three Westlake guys. Top they, Westlake guys. I know they put out more than three. Yeah, who, no. that have went to Texas. Um,
1: it is interesting, and it, it's the kind of thing that if we were, you know, if if there's a great, like if there's a four-star prospect at College Station High, we would fully expect A&M to close the deal there, right? Right. If there was, you know, we, when we talk about Houston, we talk about Houston needing to seal the borders that they're in a very talent-rich part of the state. If they're able to just get – and there's too many. To, you can't sign all the great players in Houston. But right. if Houston could sign three or four of the top you know, 10 to 15 players in Houston every year, they would be set. They'd be good. In, in Austin, though, they're great players there, and Texas is just kind of missing
3: on them. Yeah, and I think the big one, too, I, and they're still in the game, I think. They're still pushing for Colton Vosick's commitment in this class. I think that was a big blow because he wasn't a – he was a legacy right Mm -hmm. like he was a legacy recruit not only did he decide not to go to Texas he decided to go to OU or commit to OU no matter how you spin that even if he ends up committing or signing with Texas before you know the ink dries on a letter of intent Mm -hmm. come December he committed to OU Mm -hmm. like you know what I mean like that's to me that's says a lot and all that being said that Texas has taken these huge strides in recruiting to you know lure in top Players in the state, top players across the country, to come to Austin, and they're doing a great job. They have a top five class, I think, in the country mm-hmm. right now. So mm-hmm. it's not like, yeah, I'm not like this isn't. I'm this not is, like picking on this Texas. Is,
1: like I would say this, file this under, huh? Interesting, as opposed to like, right. yeah. existential crisis. Steve Sarkeesian feels
3: like he's doing okay on the recruiting. Term it right just now. seems weird. I was, it's I was odd. thinking about that, and I was like, oh well, Austin, T.J. Shanahan isn't your typical Austin. He's from Orlando. He's not your typical mm-hmm. Austin yeah. kid. So not a huge surprise that he goes somewhere else, but I, it got me thinking yeah. as I was reading back what I was writing. So, I mean, I don't know. This is this
1: week in recruiting. Greg Powers, next one athlete in Texas Football Today. This we week pondering. in pondering. <laughs> TF, hashtag TF today. Let's get to our underclassman of the week. Our underclassman of the week is uh, a guy who, who, if he played on a different 2A team, would be getting a lot of more attention. Uh, let's go to Timpson and talk about their 2024 wide receiver, Vosky Howard. Um, who has been absolutely spectacular to start the year. Um, he got an offer from Texas Tech after their Week 1 win over Beckville. Then he got an offer from Auburn after their win last week over Dangerfield. This is a guy that you really liked at the, at the Next Level Athlete Texas Top 100 Showcase in Houston. Uh, arguable that he's not even the best player in his own family, um, <laughs> which which stinks because his cousin is, uh, is right. of course, a uh, fellow junior standout there at Timpson Terry Bussett.
3: I think they have a couple more players from their, I think the yeah. core, I think the Corian Johnson is also yes. in that family as well. And he's going to be a top 2026 20, cornerback recruit. He's already starting to get some attention. He's a starter as a freshman. But Vosky, how long? I mean, Pickle, I think you noticed Vosky Howard after about 10 seconds while you were at the game, that first game. Oh, um, yeah. Opening. He
0: lined up on the sideline closest to us. And I said, Who in the world is that? <laughs>
3: and Timpson, hey. They're not a sleeper team anymore. No, I mean, this is, a hu- yeah, this is a huge win over Dangerfield. I think that probably a lot of people thought Dangerfield was going to win that game. Uh, but speaking specifically about Vosky Howard, you know, I was like coming into the season, we had him rated as like um borderline P5 guy, right? Like he was an FBS to mm-hmm. P5 guy. I think three games into the season, I mean, it's easy to say now because he has the offers, but still he's put it down on tape. Um, what he's put down on tape says that he's going to be an easy Power Five guy now, mm-hmm. and the one thing that really jumped out to me um, was his his explosion. Mm-hmm. He gets in and out of his brakes really quickly, and good luck to a trying to limit this guy. He's a freak.
1: He is. There's some cooking in Timpson, and it's not just Terry Bussey. There's a, there's a really talented roster there. Uh, let's round it all out with our recruit of the week. Our recruit of the week is Red Oaks 2023 cornerback Warren Roberson, who is now congratulations Warren the newest DCTF four-star, moved up to number 43 in the DCTF Hot 100. He's down to five schools, SMU, TCU, Florida, Oklahoma State, and USC. Um, But you mentioned on TexasFootball.com that Texas is trying to push hard to find their way into that top five.
3: Yeah, they extended him an offer a few days before his matchup against Lake Belton. And that, hey, I got to call the game on Texan Live. What a banger. It was like, Mm -hmm. I think the final score was 47-46 or Yeah, I think that's what it was. 47-46, Lake Belton was able to hit an extra point um, where Red Oak missed an extra point in overtime to win that game. And Roberson spent a lot of his time – locked in one-on-one versus the number one wide receiver prospect in the country, Micah Hudson, for most of that game and did a great job. He did give up a touchdown on the first drive. Micah Hudson actually bookended that game with the opening score and the closing score. That was his two touchdowns. But in between, uh, Roberson and another Red Oak cornerback, Kamandre Yancey, flipped on and off to to limit Micah to what was his lowest production output of this season. Uh and then Roberson also had an interception and scored a touchdown in a 73 yard touchdown in the passing game. He is a legit stud, six foot, 180 pounds. Reminds me actually of Ronald Darby. Mm-hmm. So he was a star at Florida state and now of course plays for the Denver Broncos. Um, I think that's a good comparison for Roberson has good track times and, uh, May even slide up a little bit further in the rankings once we, you know, get everything on paper and re-release the DCTF Hot 100 here in the next couple of weeks as we head on to DCTF Rising magazine season. It's coming, y'all.
1: Why would you, like, that? that's so much more work for me, though. Like, it's much more fun to just sit here and talk recruiting with you than it is to,
3: like, oh, we got to put together a magazine. Um, and well, maybe. just think about the person that actually has to write that magazine, <laughs> how much work that is. That's but true. I'm looking forward to it because, you know what? Texas is loaded. The hardest thing I have to do for that magazine is decide who not to yeah, put in cuts. it. Yeah, the cuts. Yeah, the cuts are brutal. Yeah. Brutal. And especially 2023. This class say, is loaded.
1: It's going to be It's gonna be tough. But that's why we pay him the big bucks. He's Greg Powers, the next level athlete. Follow him on Twitter, GPowerScout. Follow next level athlete on Twitter. Next level D1C is fine work slash recruiting. Stick around so you can introduce the next segment. Okay. We're at Texas Football Today. We're here every weekday at noon on texasfootball.com, talking football in the Lone Star State. You can follow us on Twitter at DCTF, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, instagram.com slash Campbells, And, of course, see us at texasfootball.com. Pickle, Dave Campbell's Texas Football and Parker University recognize 10 high school football athletes who made key plays, leading their team to victory. Each week, we review film, stat lines, and top plays to find the player with the game-winning decision of the week, This platform also includes a game ball, a presentation, as well as a $250 check to support the school's athletic program. And this week, we have a winner in the Parker University Game-Winning Decision of the Week. That is Kelby Valson, the Arlington Bowie wide receiver, who on the final play of the game caught a screen pass from Larry Nichols and took it 60 yards, weaving between defenders for a game-winning touchdown as the Volunteers took down Plano 34-28. Kelby Valson, the winner of Arlington Bowie of the game-winning decision of the week presented by Parker University Sports and Performance Center and the Synapse Human Performance Centers. Congratulations to Kelby and the Arlington Bowie Volunteers. And now, a word from our friends at VCR Now.
0: Born and bred in Texas hits a little different, as it should. Texas loved doing business with fellow Texans. VCR Now takes its Texas roots as seriously as its many partnerships with schools and universities around the state. It's also why we're so proud to promote our brand in the pages of the Texas Bible, Dave Campbell's Texas Football, and on the airwaves of Texas Football Today. Driven by producing quality broadcast video, state-of-the-art audio, and LED video scoreboards at affordable prices, VCR now makes sure to listen to your needs Go VCR Now. Again, that's info at VCRNow.com or by calling 855 Go VCR Now.
1: Every high school athlete wants to play on the big stage and every parent wants their child to be the best, but is making your target list of schools based on top 25 rankings really the best strategy? What about academics? location, coaching style, financial aid. There's so many factors that should be considered when selecting a college program outside of on-field performance. Our friends at Athletes to Athletes have put together a recruiting guide centered around providing a broader, more holistic perspective about what your college experience could be. It's got checklists, do's and don'ts, key strategies, much more. It's a 22-page guide. Covers everything you and your family should know as you walk through your college recruiting journey. And now, for a limited time only, Athletes to Athletes is offering this guide for free to our audience. Go to slash Dave Campbell today. Download the free college recruiting guide. That's athletestoathletes.com. slash Dave Campbell. Or scan that QR. Powers, you're a man about town. Who'd you talk to this week?
3: We caught up with Denton Geyer, offensive lineman, Willie Goodacre, and Ka. You're know, like, Eight guys to interview after that game. You know what I mean? Like There were tons of guys, but I really like Willie Goodacre. I think he's a player who's going to blow up with uh, scholarships. He's already got a few good ones, mm-hmm. and he's a mauler uh, in the run block game for sure, but also gets to protect Jackson Arnold's blind side, which, you know what? That's an important job.
1: Very important <laughs> job. Here is small person, Denton Guyer 2024 offensive lineman Willie Goodacre here on Texas Football Today.
3: Willie Goodacre out here at Denton Guyer, man, the biggest guy on the team, right? Yes, sir. Protecting your quarterback's blind side, and he's a pretty good quarterback.
2: Yeah, kind of, the best ab- of the nation. Kinda talk about kind of talk about what it's like out there. A lot of pressure on you to make sure his jersey stays clean. Uh, I mean, I've been starting since beginning of my sophomore year, so I mean I've been growing for it. I feel like my coaching staff has really pushed me to be the best person I can be, and I feel like a lot of the times it's easy to protect somebody that I care about. You're a movie star now.
3: I watched your video from last week. You're getting interviewed this week. How are you dealing with all the attention
2: that's coming your way? I mean, I guess it's a good thing. I mean, it's in season. There's stuff like that happens, but you can't let that make you big headed. Can't let that make you tr- treat your teammates differently. I mean, you just kind of have to go day by day. You're another human. You're playing football. Everybody loves the game. Everybody wants to win, so. You just got to do what you got to do to help your team win. You came to the next level athlete camp. I thought you was a guard, right? Uh, I I thought you was a guard,
3: but now I see you playing tackle. You got the length.
2: You know what I mean? You can play anywhere up front. I mean, I play play tackle. I started tackle, left tackle last year. But honestly, any school that's recruiting me, I can play any position if they want me to. I'm learning how to snap and do stuff like that. So it's just wherever they want me to, I just want to play. All five offensive line positions,
3: and if you can snap, you're making me look good because I said you was a four-star after that camp, right? And you didn't have have a lot of attention at that time, and I see you out there playing now, and I'm going to kind of double down on that. I think you will be a four-star guy, top 50 player in the state, um, and recruiting attention is starting to come your way. Um, I don't want to break down every school, but I'm going to ask you about a couple at least. I know SMU offered you. What does it mean to have an offer from like a Dallas area school, a school really that's by all accounts on the rise?
2: Uh, I mean, it felt amazing. I grew up in the Dallas, Texas area, stuff like that, also Louisiana. So knowing a smaller powerhouse that deserves a little bit more respect is looking at me and offering me kind of means a lot, but at the same time, I know not to let things like that kind of overwhelm me stuff like that so I appreciate it but that's not what it's about right now. We always wondered why UNT didn't offer more detonary area guys,
3: but they didn't waste no time in offering you and they kind of changed that up a little bit here recently. They're really targeting the hometown uh student athletes. Yes, sir. Um
2: what's it mean to you to like know the school right up the street? They know about you. Uh I mean It helps them out a little bit more recruiting-wise. Like They can come watch us a little bit more. And the closer they are, the usually it's easier to build a relationship. So, I mean, I talk to their staff for sure three times a day. I mean, they're great people, great staff. They really don't shove a lot of the recruiting nonsense in my face, but we all all have a good, decent relationship. Now, Tulsa also offered, but the one that really – Nebraska, man. Like, that's a school that everybody who grew up watching college football knows about Nebraska. Oh uh, Yes, sir. Coach uh, Applewhite and Coach Riella, show a lot of love. I talk to them as much as I possibly can, but it's just so busy right now. But, like, Nebraska one of those places where it kind of it blew my mind because they have history. Right. It's not one of those places where it's just, oh, we're on the rise night right now. I mean, I understand that they're on the low. They've been on the low for the past couple years, but I feel like this next recruiting cast can turn them around for sure. Uh, who are you hungry for? Who do you want to step to you? Uh, I had an amazing time at Ole Miss, uh, OU. I would love to block for my quarterback, but at the same time, that's not what right now is about. It's right. It's about protecting my quarterback, doing what I need to do, playing physical, and being a better athlete. I'll vouch for you, Ole Miss and OU.
3: You're watching this. Don't wait. Offer now. Come to him. Willie Goodacre, Denton Guyer. Appreciate the time, man. Good luck with your upcoming season.
2: Yes, sir. Thank you. Y'all have a good
1: one. There he is, Willie Goodacre. People don't recognize this, but you understand this. But you're actually very small. No, I'm not. I'm like a decent. Size,
3: <laughs> I'm like a decent-sized dude.
0: He has a miniature powers. Willie Wh- Mini Willie Goodacre. Mini
3: powers. Okay. Minimum power. <laughs> if you're listening to this, <laughs> Oklahoma, Ole Miss. Don't. Why wait? He wants offer from your two programs. You haven't offered That's him that yet. That doesn't make any sense. Just go. A, make just go sense. ahead and offer this guy. You're gonna do it. Like
1: you're Michael, gonna do, do it. it now, yeah. yeah. just do it now. And in fact, in fact, if you go and you offer him right now, he might be like, "Hey, they listen to me, yeah." And that might that might give him some an advantage. So, be smart, guys. Anyway, we appreciate Willie Goodacre of Deneyer hopping on with Powers. Uh, one more thing to do, pickle. Let's tell people about our friends at Whataburger because the time has come to nominate. The Texas high school football players you believe should be on our 2022 Whataburger Super Team. That's right. Dave Campbell's Texas football and Whataburger are proud to honor the best and brightest in Texas high school football with the 2022 Whataburger Super Team. And it's all in your hands. Nominate the players that you think should be on the 40-player Whataburger Super Team by going to TexasFootball.com slash WhatASuperTeam. Nominations close on November 1st, and only players who are nominated are eligible to be on the ballot. Only players who are nominated are eligible to be on the ballot. Yeah. So go to go to texasfootball.com/slash what-a-super-team today to nominate your favorite player.
0: And if you don't nominate them, you can't yell at us when they don't end up on the
1: nomination ballot. <laughs> exactly right. Let's go over to Ashley Pickle for America's Second Favorite segment. Final thoughts?
0: Uh, very funny and like incredibly ironic. Uh, we had a comment come in from Rusty Nix. He watches the show a lot, but he said. Before we ever talked about Vosky Howard, he put in all caps, Vosky Howard, hands down, come on, guys, let's look at the little schools in recruiting. So I literally responded back to him, and I said, dot, 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 wait for it. That's great. And then we, Powers selected him, and so he said he loved it, but I thought it was very funny that, like, the one player yeah. he brings up, I was like, well, that wasn't like an on-the-fly thing. Like, Powers already sent see, that to us yesterday. Yeah, he
1: said that to me last night, so.
3: Uh, <laughs> get out of my head, sir. Sir. Yeah. <laughs>
1: living, living up there. Yeah.
3: Is he paying rent? Yeah. Yeah. I should be.
1: All right, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks for spending a little bit of your day with us. Follow us on Twitter at DCTF like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash Dave Campbells. Follow us on Instagram, Instagram.com slash Dave Campbells, and of course see us at TexasFootball.com. Thanks again to Willie Goodacre of Denton Geyer for being our guest. Powers, thanks for stopping by. You want to do this again next week. Let's do it. All right. For Greg Powers and Ashley Pickle, I'm Greg Tepper. Vince Young, please can get your player of the year trophy. We'll see you tomorrow for a large Thursday show without a name on Texas Football today.